Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what? Ring, ring, <laughs> ring. Hello. It's Abigail from Bar Talk speaking. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what up, motherfuckers? Welcome back for another episode of Bar Talk Podcast. Bar-ta, bar-ta, bar-ta. <laughs> It's your host, Abigail, and your co-host, Tracy, whoop, whoop. in the house, <laughs> in the house, Master T, Tracy with a T, Abigail with an A, in case y'all were tired, didn't know, <laughs> very obvious. What's going on? And today we are going to talk about the pros and the cons of large group and small group training, because personal training gets a little cha-ching cha-ching pricey so some mm-hmm. people want to do some group training or they like hanging out with some buddy buddies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about the the pluses and the minuses yeah we're diving one. in deep today and we're diving in fast because we got shit to do yeah we got like we got to go back to work yeah so we're gonna make this shit quick yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well okay so i think we should start with uh large group training yeah because you run large group training you yes. train flow cr which is essentially your OCR slash hybrid fitness racing training class. Yep. It's not necessarily for people who do fitness racing OCR. It's for anybody that really wants to just like challenge themselves, push themselves to the next level. Yeah. They don't want just like intro level group training. Weekend warriors. They're not. They are weekend warriors. Yeah. Yes. Because like you do work, work, work all week and yep. you put in your work and then you be a warrior on the weekend. Yeah. That's what they with call With the them. liquor. <laughs> with the liquor. <laughs> no, with everything. Speaking of liquor. Dry January is still happening, and we just want to give a shout out to Go Brew because they got some awesome shit. Yeah, They've got a couple shit. non-alcoholic beers, IPAs, things of that nature. I'm going to crack and one open right now while we're talking. Which one should I use? Mm, do the fruity. Oh, that one they heard is their award-winning one. Gold. Oh, it did get a gold medal. Best yep. of craft beer. Okay, so it's called Sunbeam Pills. Sunbeam Pills. Are Let's we going to get it. some ASMR in here? Yep. Wait, hold on. Ready? Oh, and with the spit in the face. Mm. Okay, I'll try it. Can I get a little sip? Yep. <laughs> How's it? It was pretty good. Oh, it's good. Definitely stinging my eyeball, though. Yeah. I can tell you that. Let me try. I got that shit right in the eye. How was it? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's Is not that heavy. A? Is that a beer? That's a brew. That's a brew. It's a brewski. It's a brewski. Yeah, I was going to say it's stronger than an IPA. Man, that shit burns. Your eyeball. Whew. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, um, if you are wanting a non-alcoholic brewski, IPA, beer, uh, go brews, really the shit. It's actually really cool. Yeah. Their company's pretty dope. And they got a lot of cool artwork and things on the back. They just, they have attention to detail. And the the attention to detail shows in the, in the taste. Why well, was I going to say flavor? <laughs> In the flavor. In the, in the taste. It's actually not half bad. It's currently 4 p.m. and I'm drinking one of these guys casually. So there's no there alcohol. I know, but it's nice. But sometimes I'm just like, I don't, I'm not like a beer drinker, but I will drink this. Oh my God. Anyways, I think we have a discount code. Bar Talk 10 gets you 10%. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yep. Um, but we're going back to the group training. Right. Anyway, so, so Flocker, yeah. baby. So we're going to talk about kind of like 
give a little lowdown on what it is and what you do. And then we'll talk about, I think, benefits and drawbacks to each fact. So we talk about both of our training programs a lot, but we don't actually go like in depth. So I'm not going to like dive hardcore deep into it. I'll just like give a little overview of what we do because we have everybody in the training program. A lot of people see us and they see us go to races and they're like, oh, you guys just do Spartans or you just do DECA. And our gym is affiliated with DECA. So we do run DECA events. However, the whole program is just based off of people that want to be in the athletic realm, period. Like anybody can be an athletic body, that type of vibe. Mm -hmm. It is everybody that keeps each other accountable, lives by the community atmosphere, Mm -hmm. um, and just generally wants to be a badass. And they put in the work every day with themselves, with us as trainers and coaches. Um, And they can do anything. We have marathon runners that are in our group. We have bowlers that are in our group. We got pickleballers. We got people that do Spartans, DECA, High Rocks, like ultra marathoners, mountain biking, literally everything underneath the sun, you name it. But collectively as a whole, we do travel to events and the most common ones are the Spartan, DECA, and High Rocks events. So that's why everybody thinks that that's what we do. Um, But it is a large group training, training, excuse me, training. Sorry, I'm drunk. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Guys, this is not (laughs) non-alcoholic. Because it's groups of more... I would say what small group training is like five or less, five or less, five or less. So it's considered large group training by 10 because we normally have like 18 people in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a shit ton of fun. Like we are a group of unicorns. Like I am so beyond grateful for the amount of people that we have and to have all of those people be on one team and they mm-hmm. get along and they treat each other like family. Um, there's literally not a day that goes by. They don't talk shit about each other, but also put in the work and keep each other accountable at the mm-hmm. same time. It's just honestly a really great safe space for everybody to be who they want to be and also work their asses off. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty in our team period. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really nice. It's good. But yeah, we got like 18 people in a room at a time. We train six days a week. So holla, come join the squad. Holla. Yeah. So yeah. I think that the pros, some of them are pretty obvious in the description you gave, which is like you have a sense of community. Yeah. Right. 100%. Which is a, a lot of people, some people, that's all they really need. It's just like, I want to just be a part of something. And so I think that is something that you don't necessarily get from one on one or small group training. Yeah. Like they want to be something bigger than themselves. And not only is the sense of community so strong in what you do, but like, just in your life in general, like I cannot tell you how many times I've been going through something where I'm like, I can name five flockers that I can help me out with this specific thing because we are all so different. We have so many different talents outside of the gym and all different, you know, jobs and just whatever your niche is outside of training. Um, you have people that are there for you because they treat you like family. So community is huge, not only in what you do because of how supportive it is in your fitness life, but it's also huge in your personal life. And I think people don't necessarily recognize that because they're like, well, I don't really want people in my business and I don't want to be a part of a big group of, you know, people they get like super intimidated but it really doesn't have to be that way it's like such a blessing to have that many people care about you that you don't realize until you really need them or you need to lean on somebody or something so um it doesn't just have to do with fitness yeah community yeah for sure and i think some for those people some people don't like large group training and so that's why we have other options but exactly um i think another pro is it's more affordable Mm-hmm. Then small affordable. group and one-on-one mm-hmm. most particularly the one-on-one so if you're like i 
I want to still work out, but I know I'm not going to do it by myself. Then you have the ability to like be with a group, you build community and mm-hmm. it's very affordable. I think also another pro is it gives you a little bit of accountability. It's like yes. having the friends that are like, it's where were you class on Monday? Oh, where yeah. were you on Wednesday? You know? Oh, yeah. And you guys can kind of talk shit to each other and it's fun. And it's like, it's like a joke, but at the same time you want to be there with everybody. And I think it gets to a point where you've built a, if you're in the right program, like you build enough of a community that you really just genuinely enjoy going. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's, it's personal as well. It's not just about the workout. So right. it's like exactly. I go and we work out, but also like we talk, we hang out, we mm-hmm. have fun. Mm-hmm. So I think those are some of the large pros too. Yeah. And also it's, you know, like having a um, large group training space, especially one that's run by specific class times and not just like uh, like small group training, for example, you still schedule it kind of like personal training where mm-hmm. you're kind of scheduling around your people. What we do is we have specific class times mm-hmm. and it's like the only secure thing that you know is going to be there every single day. Yeah. And I think that that's really important for people because life is chaotic as shit. And so like something can happen in your relationship, like with, I don't know, your parents, your brother, your spouse, or like your house is burning or like something will happen and your life is just an absolute mess. But you know that every single day at 5, 6, 7 a.m. or 5.30 p.m. will be there. And so you can show up at any one of those times and you know that you have like that hour of security that like doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, it so has I a think, sense of structure to yeah, your day. Yeah. I think that humans do well with at least a little bit of structure and routine. Hell yeah. Um, I do, even though I don't have it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, I Tracy, I don't even I don't know how you live sometimes. I tried. The didn't way, we just talk about this yesterday? Yes. We we just did a oh yeah, check out Dude, um I blacked out that whole time. Last check out night, the StreamYard podcast on Hunter McIntyre's YouTube. Mm-hmm. We were on last night, but the Bartok Girls. Yeah, Bartok Girls were on Here to Party Sports. Um I, you can look it up by here to party sports, but as it well, does, yeah. it also goes on. If you go to Hunter's, Hunter McIntyre's YouTube yep. and look at his podcast, mm-hmm. I'll put it folder. in the link description below for you guys, but they're a ton of fun. Yeah. We just like cut it up. We are literally on there. We've been on there. What? Three times now. Three times. And every single time we are the longest podcast that really they have. Yeah. Dude, we were almost on for two hours last night. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. I don't know what the average runtime is I, uh, for the other podcast. Like an hour. Like whatever gets to be an hour, he's like, we've hit that hour mark. And we just like keep talking and talking. And I think it's just because we cut it up so well. And they just like, they eat that shit up. Yeah. And sometimes we, it takes a little bit to warm up. Like I think last (laughs) night, like we had like probably 10 minutes at the beginning. We were just like all dead to the world. And then as it went on, we were just like, and like started going crazy. I know. Connor took off his pants (laughs) and his shirt. He basically got naked. Yeah. And it was for the Vemos, which Abigail's Vemo is out there. So in case anybody wants to buy us some complimentary coffee oh here we are (laughs) plug 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 no i'm just kidding not kidding um it was yeah the venmo was thrown out on the podcast it was a good time so yeah you guys can check that out Um, i also was like half dead because i literally was down bad sick and so i was in bed all day and we had the podcast at 7 p.m i literally had things to do like had errands to run but when i tell you i was grogging and like basically foaming at the mouth and spilling at the nose i was like holding my flu ass together and uh, he like FaceTimed me afterward and he was just like, you're super quiet. And I was like, yeah, I've been in bed all day and just got out of bed for this. So you're welcome. <laughs> like, I'm still snotting. I literally I don't gross. talk to him otherwise. That's why I think it's so funny. Y- y'all like, you guys are such sociable people. You would Hunter, hate it. Hunter, literally, I do not communicate with him outside of 
podcast or like a business. And it's so thing. funny because you're like, you're like, I never talked to him ever. And I'm like, if you talk to him the amount that we talk, no, you would hate it. I wouldn't respond. She doesn't even answer my phone calls. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, answer her DMs. Well, that's the thing. I feel like I don't blame him because he sent me reels and I just won't respond. No, I send her like the best DMs and she does not even respond. She gives me an LOL. And I'm like, bitch, I sifted through the internet to send you this Shut prime ass up. DM. No, you were scrolling and you thought of me. I'm Listen, done with you. Come on. I'm how, done with you. You cannot tell me the cat one that we were talking about yesterday where it was literally you and all you said was LOL. Well, and it was the perfect Abigail meme. It was like all these people, you can hear them in the background at the bar. And this cat was just mean mugging on the side of the road. And it was like me late at night watching my friends. And it had like these mean eyes. And she just responded with a heart. And I was like, is she fucking kidding me right now? I was I, pissed. Uh, you should I immediately see- went back and sent it to a bunch of other people just so I could get people to respond. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so hilarious too, because one of my clients, Tyler, who's also part of Flow CR, we call him bro cat, but he'll send reels so much. And it's so funny because, man, I'll tell you, I've never seen a dude so dedicated in my life. Oh, he yeah. continues to send me <laughs> reels and he literally will take that. He's like, Abigail, the ratio you've like for every 10, I get one reaction. Dude, it got so bad. I don't so even bad. watch them. It got so bad that I swear to God, I think on accident, he messaged. Oh, no, no. He messaged me and Alana in a text about the present that he gave us like for Christmas, yeah. like trying to get us to give us mm-hmm. our Christmas presents. And I like guarantee you, cause I've, I've noticed this, that you don't answer so much that he's just like, fuck it. Abigail is along for the ride. Anyway, she ain't going anywhere. So I'm just going to text these two bitches. Cause she ain't going to respond to me no. anyway. Yeah. So he literally will throw things in the group chat with just us two. And I'm like, Abigail isn't even here anymore. No, <laughs> She's here. She will not respond. So that's why he's texting and, us uh, too. Everyone knows I hate fucking group chats. And I got added to another one with Kat, Denise, and Tyler again this morning. And I was like, you motherfuckers <laughs> know I hate group chats. I know. And Kat was like, I had to do it. You literally are the type of person that need a phone like for you and a work phone. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. Like you were a prime candidate. See, this because is then the you can silence everything. This is the problem is if I had a personal phone and a work phone, I would literally never touch my, oh my God, that shit almost fell. <laughs> I would literally never touch my real phone. I would only have my work, work phone. phone. And I'd be like, if anybody makes a fucking group chat on my work phone, I'm blocking their yeah, number. Yeah, like, Abby, will come out tonight. She'd be like, sorry, I didn't see it. I was on my work phone all night. <laughs> 100%. It would just become my new personal phone. Fuck all of you <laughs> that's amazing anyways um the downsides to large group training <laughs> I dare stay on you. it stay on it we I don't dare, have much time i dare you to take a sip of your water right now bitch i'm trying I and dare. don't make me laugh too hard because my lips are gonna know. fucking bust I dare. I, she's got the herps I'm i got herpes I, <laughs> I got fucking herpes uh, yo i got whapped on the street 2024 <laughs> Take a sip of water, bitch. I dare you. Okay, wait, pause. You motherfucker. (laughs) My lips are so dry. That's a plug for Joey. My teeth are so dry. Oh, my God. Anyways, the downsides to large group training. Um, (laughs) One, you don't get as individual of attention on you. Yes. Right? So I Mm -hmm. think the programming has to be a little bit. One, the pro the the training quality is going to go down slightly because you just genuinely can't have individual eyes on eighteen people at once. Right, right, right. And two, I think the 
programming is going to become a little bit more general, right? Because you can make modifications here and there, but generally speaking, you have to, again, program for 18, 20, 30 people in a room. And so there's really only so much you can do in terms of programming. So there's going to be movements that might not benefit you or could benefit you more if you do it a different way or if you do it in a different order or whatever that um, small group or one-on-one trainings just it's that would what those things would provide you that large group just isn't going to give you yeah absolutely. surely because of the numbers absolutely it's like you there's so many different variables that people don't take into consideration like reading the room the amount of time that you have the amount of people that you have the amount of space that you have mm-hmm. like all of those things being able to control the masses and at the same time like you said giving a structured program that's going to give people the best results in a group setting however you have to be like adaptable because as like a trainer or as a coach really you're telling people that this is their programming and how they work that programming is going to be tailored for themselves. So for example, somebody like Mac and Rich, who is two of the guys that are in our program that are maybe higher level than a couple other people, the way that they do the exact same workout as somebody else is going to be very much different if they give in the intensity that they need to versus the next person. And you just have to constantly keep reminding people that so that way they can give their best effort towards the same workout and get different results. Yeah. And that's why I have a couple of the flow CR people do one-on-one or small group with me because they love the group and they Mm -hmm. love the community, but they also understand that they need a little bit more individual attention. Yeah. Or like form correction and stuff like that. Like those things, personal trainers, obviously you very much would need and that you don't get in a group setting. Yep. Yep. So I think that's probably the largest downside. Also flexibility of schedule. Yeah. Um, there's, if you have a class time, right? Like the one good thing is it provides structure with the one bad thing is, mm-hmm. is if that structure doesn't work for your schedule, mm-hmm. then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. So it's like, these are the times we meet. Yeah. Make it or don't. And I've, there are a couple people that I know love flow CR and what it stands for, but the times are just like, don't I necessarily know. work and for that them. Sucks, so. man. Cause I wish I can give it. The one thing that is a double edged sword that I will say about large group training is that you are in a group of people that, um, you know, we keep touching on this, but that you treat like a family. And that is such a double edged sword. One, because you get into a room of people and you have so much fucking fun. And two, sometimes you have so much fucking fun that you get nothing done. Yeah. And so a lot of times, like, it is one of those vibes where you could be having the shittiest day ever and you come into that classroom and your spirits are lifted. And maybe that's all you need for that day. But in terms of like genuine progression and results, you might not be getting everything that you need in that moment, mm-hmm. which over life, like, I think that that's exactly what you need. But sometimes we got a lot of chat. Chatty Cathy's in the room. Yeah. So especially once Friday comes around and everybody's just, you know, they're, just throwing, they're throwing a tantrum and they're coming a little bit late to class and they know we'll take them anyway. And they're kind of like shooting the shit and mm-hmm. messing around and we give them balance and core exercises and they're throwing the plyo balls at each other and just having a good time. It's kind of like, it's a little mini circus, but it's fun. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, it's a double-edged sword sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are probably, that's probably the major pros and cons list for large group training. Small group training, I think the, honestly, I think small group training is, I'm I'm a little biased because I do more small group training, but I think you get the best, like, bang for your buck in terms of you're paying still significantly less depending on how large the group is, like one to five people, or I'm sorry, two to five people. Um, You're still... You're paying much less. You're paying much less. Yeah, but you can still have very, very close uh, attention placed on you in the workout. Uh, The modifications, if they need to be made, are very easy, and they can be tailored very well to the individual client. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that there's a little bit more flexibility, right? The only problem with small group training (laughs) is that you're merging 
four or five people schedules together. Mm -hmm. And so, and also the drawback is, is if you can't make it, you still get charged because it's, you're a part of a group package. So Mm -hmm. you kind of have to sacrifice like, well, if I can't make this one, you know, that's yeah, okay. like flexibility make- of schedule is there because you're doing client versus trainer just like you would would one on one, but then you're also dealing so you can- with five different people yep. versus one. So trainer. it's like five different clients versus one trainer. Right, so it's exactly. five different. It's six different schedules. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder. Um, Have overall- you ever had people in like I know personally in I would say in my group I haven't had people ever express this, which like I'm very grateful for. And knock on wood. <laughs> If anybody's listening to this and they feel otherwise, let me know. But um, nobody has ever expressed to us that we've ever paid attention to like more than one group or more than one person than anybody else. And and I just think that that's mm. honestly good on our part because we're such community oriented people. And that's what I feel like I do best is kind of like just know everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but like from a training perspective, have you ever had a group of people that feel like you're training more than one person out of that group? And anybody else? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that I do a really good job at reading the crowd and being able to engage every single person, yeah. even the ones that don't necessarily ask to be engaged with. Yeah. Um, and that still goes a long way because mm-hmm. everyone wants to be engaged with and everyone needs attention. Also, like everyone needs my eyes on them and feedback from me. Yeah. So it's like, even if I don't necessarily pay one person a huge amount of attention and we're conversing like there may they may be less talkative i'm still constantly like watching them providing feedback because that's my job as a coach right mm-hmm. like especially my young kids like i love them to death they they're like baby deer so it's like every single one of them it doesn't matter if you're the chattiest one in the room or you're the quietest one in the room i'm giving each one feedback i'm going to each person because they constantly need to be corrected in terms right. of like hey watch the knee hey make sure you're opening the chest on this pull hey i want you to go slower on that eccentric pull up like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, wtf was that bro like what's yeah like good? you're still like pinpointing each person just differently yeah different and times. i'm still like trying to joke around with them and talk yeah. a little crap and have you fun do and job. engage with them yeah i think they really have have fun um it's hard to get 12 year old boys to like want to come back mm-hmm. to work out with a 23 year old chick mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but i've done a good job thus far so they they keep <laughs> coming back life. they keep coming back <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i don't know what it is with like baseball <laughs> softball but like dude that community freaking like has gravitated toward me yeah i did not they found me i did not find them keep so. killing it yeah so i but I, I yeah i love all my youth athletes but i think small group training is one of those things where um it does i'd say scheduling is probably the toughest it's still a little bit more expensive too than than large group training and but i the, would say room management too only because like typically yes. small group training has to do with the gym being open or in an open gym yes. so like you're constantly trying to be a part of like the actual open gym community as terms as like equipment and space and time there's not a scheduled time for you to have a specific room that's true i would say that's more of a con for the trainer yeah um which is like you have to be able to make do and be able to adapt. on the fly yeah in the moment because you may be used to going into like a back room and then the back mm-hmm. room's all of a sudden like full of people and you got to go somewhere else and take your group elsewhere so yeah being able to be on the fly or understand schedules throughout the day so that you're booking people at the right times where it's the most convenient or the most open so that's that's definitely a con especially more on the side of the trainer but i'd say there's a lot of pros like small group training is like basically personal training but cheaper Mm -hmm. which is really nice you also get to hang out with people you're still building community you're still hanging out with some of your homies so Mm -hmm. i think that's a lot of fun people enjoy it same with partner personal training i'd say pros and cons list is really very much the same one-on-one is is 
the best if you need the most individual attention and you have the money to invest in it. Yeah. Always. One-on-one training is always going to be a little bit more expensive, but then again, you necessarily get what you pay for. So if you have a good quality trainer and you have, you know, specific things that you have to go over, get a one-on-one trainer. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like kind of like moving down the list. Like if you have the absolute most or you need the most individual attention or you're just that type of person that does not like groups, period, and you would rather have all eyes on you, then you should invest in that amount of money to have exactly that. If you don't want that and you want like maybe somebody else with you, you don't necessarily need all the attention, but you need some attention to detail, then go with small group personal training. And if you're looking for, I wouldn't even say no detail because we definitely pay attention to all of our people, but that's just more general programming. It's more general programming, but it's also tailored to the individual if they need it. And as we see fit and you're kind of like ingested into a community, then that's, the next stage, you know what I'm saying? So they're all for different purposes and different reasons. They all have their, you know, benefits. and Yeah, and the first not, one-on-one, you get the most, obviously, flexibility in terms of scheduling, right? Because it's just you. You get all of the attention placed on you, any of the programming mm-hmm. questions. Like, everything is about you for that half-hour hour that is being undertaken. I would say, yeah. me personally, as a trainer, I recommend and prefer small group, always, like King, for sure. Yeah. One, two to five is, like, my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think that I can continue to do my job very very well like and make it pretty freaking individual Mm -hmm. um i also can be more efficient i can help more people at one time so and most people enjoy it because it's like way more affordable and they're also also still getting really good quality service your energy pulls in small group training i am like the loudest person in the entire gym at all times and so i'm like team large group yeah and i love yeah yeah i'm like team energy as fuck yeah you're like let's go for this hour and then i'm bye yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like team let's get this at- oh yeah we didn't touch on that either so like large group training and I guess this might be different depending on like where you actually train but large group training we train for an hour small group training y'all train for half or an hour just or depends hour, on what people want to pay for and yeah. then one-on-one training is normally a half hour or an hour or an depending hour. Depends. depending on what you want so yeah. it's kind of like just depends on the client what you have mm-hmm. but because you have a scheduled block for large group training you also have scheduled time blocks so it's like an hour long yeah yeah, yeah. But so I'm team that. high energy at all times. Yeah, I'm actually with my group. Time, I would time, say two. For me personally, I'd say I'm more engaged when it's small group because I'm, I am giving individual attention all at once, like at once. So it requires more of my focus and attention and energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just naturally more engaged when I'm in a small group setting. I think I do better honestly as a coach when mm-hmm. I'm in a small group setting, mm-hmm. potentially even more than one on one. So. There's all of... Yeah, because you have, like, more going on, mm-hmm. you know? I kind of feel that... One-on-one, like, I... If I'm being honest, the more that I train one-on-one, the more I'm... I think I can get in the minutiae of it, and I get very engaged with my clients, and I still really enjoy one-on-one. I have a lot of one-on-one clients that I really... And I just... I love it. But the... Selfishly, I think that a lot of my clients could do small group, or they could do one-on-one online, like they're actually fairly autonomous mm-hmm. and I'm really only there for like correction or conversation accountability, yeah, and accountability. Yeah. And so in some ways it can get a little bit boring mm-hmm. because I'm sitting there and I'm like, they know what to do. Mm-hmm. I know they know what they're doing. Like you've had them for so long that they know exactly what they're doing wrong, but that's kind of like also the beauty they don't in need it though. To, they like don't you need taught to them so well yeah. that they don't necessarily need to be taught. No, and yeah. you're like, Hey, what are you doing? They're like, Oh shit. Sorry. I know hips up. And you're like, okay. It's incredible. It's really, I mean, it makes me like very honored that it's like people would want to train with me for that long and continue to train with me and trust me. And, and the fact that I've 
built them in a way where they've become much more autonomous mm-hmm. as people, right? Because that's that's my job. It's mm-hmm. like to get to them to a place where I'm like, you don't need me and you can have me if you want me, but you don't need me anymore, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, but that's, and that's where I guess online training comes into place, which is like, right. You, I'm there, I'm still coaching you. I'm still looking at all of your stuff. You're still communicating with me all the time and I can still check in with you anytime, but I'm not that's physically right. present with you. I'm just doing all of your programming, any updates, any check-ins, things of that nature. So right, right, right. that's like, usually when, when my clients become fairly autonomous, I always either suggest small group training with them or an online mm-hmm. situation. It is more like, I would say, just like from a trainer perspective, like I know that you like small group training and I like large group training, mm-hmm. but I think it's just because it constantly keeps us on our toes. And so like you're constantly working. And like you said, it's not that it becomes... It's not that it becomes, you just feel like kind of stagnant doing one-on-one training a lot of the times, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, like you're just there for like the accountability part of it. And I feel like a lot of one-on-one clients, like you said, would enjoy small group training because they have that like different style of training. It like puts them in a different perspective, but I've become like the queen of like mirrors in our gym. <clears throat> like, it's so funny the elevate room that we have and the back room that we have is surrounded by mirrors. Mm-hmm. And so like, I've, I've become the queen of like somebody could doing, be doing something across the room mm-hmm. and I can like look through a mirror into the other yep. mirror and I can look at them and be like, no. Mm-hmm. And then like that person will immediately turn around because they know that they were doing something stupid mm-hmm. and they'll look at me and be like, they'll just move in a different direction. And I'm like, yes. And then you have like 18 other people over mm-hmm. here that you have to like sift through in the seas of, you know, flockers. And I could just like look through the mirror and be like, no, yes, yes, sounds good. You're in the wrong spot. And like, you're constantly back and forth, you know? Yeah. I will say the one, the one thing that I did that like I was notorious for, because I used to teach large group. I've done, I've done one-on-one small group and large group training. And when I used to teach classes, I would teach strength classes and I was notorious for that. People would be like, every time they'd be like how the fuck does abigail see me yes. like do you have eyes in the back of your head and it's because i would do that two mirror situation where yep. i would be helping somebody i'd be like i need you to step down a little slower like whole foot pressure and then i'd literally like randomly someone would be across the room and i'd be like stacy if you don't fucking hinge <laughs> yeah. i swear to god and yeah. they're like dude what if i Get- how did you and i'm like i don't even want to hear it right now <laughs> Stacy. The best is like when somebody does something stupid or like let's say somebody, I don't know, they like fall off the monkey bars because they just didn't hold their dead hang long enough and they like wait there for a second to like see if I saw them and they know that I mm-hmm. fucking saw them from across the room so they'll like freeze in position in like a freeze frame and they'll just like stare at me and I'm like also staring at them through the mirror. Yeah. So it's just it's Why a do good I feel time. like all of these scenarios are just cat? <laughs> 90 percent. i feel of like every single one of these scenarios are this is one of the girls who i i do small group training for and also she's in the flow cr program and if she listens to this you know the fuck what she we're knows. talking about but i feel like every example you're giving right now is just cat it, it's all of them they all are the same and actually so i was like sick at like the last couple of days and so i didn't end up coming into work on monday which was yesterday holy shit today's only tuesday mm-hmm. um yesterday what well, i don't know what is happening um and they gave Alana mad substitute teacher vibes. Like, and she is there all the time, busting her ass. And all, like, all of the flockers, they give me shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just on a daily basis. And so, yes, they were being nice to her. No, they were giving her a super substitute teacher vibes. Oh, like, like trying to take advantage of her. Fucking with the music. Yeah. Like, fucking with the workout. They weren't understanding what she was saying. They kept, like, miscalculating everything wrong. And so she was like, they were giving me hell. And then she was just telling me how they were fucking with the music and stuff. 
And so I texted the guys and I was just like, yeah, I heard you guys gave Alana like substitute teacher vibes. And Max said something like, yeah, we were just making her tough. And Rich said, we do that every day. And I said, I'm pretty sure I have it down to a science where I give you one look and y'all quit. And that's exactly what I do because Ian will be saying some off the wall shit and I'll just like turn my head and like give him like the eyes and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> I'll just like, I'll just sit down and be like, okay, Trey, we See, got it. See, it's so funny because I, I, whenever I teach classes, either literally nobody shows up because they don't want to do my workout because they're all fucking terrified or they show up and it is the, uh, it's like substitute Silent. teacher drill sergeant vibes. Like, it's like, <laughs> this is the fucking substitute we fucking hate. Damn, God, damn it. Damn it. She's not the one and with the roller cart TV. Dude, and they all, no, <laughs> hell no. I'm the one that's sitting there and I'm like, you've been instructed to do 25 pages of book work. And like everyone, they walk in and it's just like dead silent. They're like, what the fuck are we doing? And I give them the workout and they're like, fuck. <laughs> Because I write the workouts yeah, when I and sub. And the workouts are, are really fucking good. So A, they're scary. And also B, Abigail's vibe is just constant I'm RBF. I'm just intense. And so like everybody thinks I'm intense. And I think that they only think I'm intense because I'm loud as fuck. Abigail's intense because she comes in with RBF. And she's like, I hate all of you. And I hate Tracy for making me sub. But I low-key love all you guys. So that's why I'm here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and now I'm going to kill all of you. Yeah. Cause it's fucking 5 a.m. Yeah, it's yes, exactly. I fucking don't even know. I haven't even got my coffee yet. Yeah, I got a shit. Y'all didn't even. Y'all fucked up my shitting schedule. Exactly. Fuck She's you guys. Pissed. Yeah. She's pissed. I'm so angry right now. So I think those are the. We went off on a few tangents, but those are some of the pros and cons to one-on-one small group and large group training. I have a question that I'll ask you that has to do with this. Okay. I got two of these yesterday okay. morning. Um, both of them said that they wanted a personal trainer, but that they quote unquote, didn't want to pay for a personal trainer. Ooh, I have, I have strong feelings. So do I. And I, the only reason why I'm bringing that up right now is specifically because you have options that we're explaining. Yep. But also the investment in your health is a I different have, situation, a different story, maybe possibly. So you got about five minutes to dive into it until I do have to head back to work and teach and coach the flockers. Hey, I have a, um, I have a strong opinion about this. Actually, one I one I want to say I'm I am never going to dictate anyone's finances. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to say that anyone can or cannot afford anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not somebody that's going to ever convince like cl- like clients to come train with We're me. We're not going to beg on our hands no, and knees. No, I think that I, I would like to train a client that wants to be trained mm-hmm. and wants a personal trainer and understands the value that I provide. So yeah, by in, us. in my in my case, it's yeah. like if you do not see value in what you are purchasing, then I have done some I have done something wrong. I have not shown you value and I don't want you to buy the product if you don't feel confident in it. So mm-hmm. that's, I want to start with that. With that being said, um, if you think that personal training is too expensive, one, you have other options. And two, I think that you should really think about what the fuck you're paying for in your life. Mm-hmm. And I also want you to think about whether you consider personal training an expense or an investment. And there is a huge fucking difference. An expense is your phone bill. An expense is your car payment. An investment is personal training. I actually have a really good example that just happened recently that I'm going to, I'm going to write about and, and blog about, but I had a client who she did see the value in training. She trained with me. Now I will say the, all of my clients that end up, 
that I retain the least amount of time. I still actually usually retain them for far longer than I anticipate. Um, but they're the one, one time a week clients. It's just Uh, one time we don't work. Right. Um, I always recommend two to three, but yeah, anyways, one time a week. So she, she loved training with me, trained with me for a very long time and then just got super stressed out with work. It was months that she was financially stressed. She cut a lot of things out and then she just finally came to me and she's like, I don't want to fucking do this, but I really feel like I just need to freeze for a few months. Like she didn't even cancel. She's like, I just need to freeze for a few months. I was like, okay, you know, like there's no pressure, like whatever, you know? And, uh, a few months later, right. Her account unfroze and she came back to me and she was like, I don't even know why I did that. And I was like, why you got your finances figured out? And she's like, no, no, I don't have my finances figured out, but guess what? I fucking look like shit. I feel like shit. I'm like not as productive in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've spent just as much money on chiropractic appointments. Mm-hmm. Like people spend so much money on doctor's appointments, yep. chiropractic appointments, Medicine. massage appointments, medications, mm-hmm. right? Supplements, all of these things. And it's like, add tally up that fucking bill. And all you needed was movement. Tally up, tally up the bill that it takes like, that you that like you pay for when you go out for drinks or go out to dinner. And how often do you pay for that? It's like right. all of those things are are expenses that I think could very easily be placed into into training. I had I have actually somebody that I just signed on for online training, and she has only been with me for a week, and already she's like why the fuck people say that they can't afford this shit? They're all fucking lying. Yeah, I mean, she like, came don't get me wrong. I mean, like, on paper, it does look like a lot of money. Like, when you see is. something that's done in a lump sum, it it does look like a lot of money. But I will tell you, in the majority of places that you go, one, you never have to pay that amount of money up front at one time. You can always do split payments. You always don't even have to have the amount of sessions, like, three times a week. You can go down to two times a week. And sometimes you just are able to work with your trainer and be able to buy a lot of sessions that you're able to schedule out accordingly, adjusted for you. But then again, it's also an investment. So like when people see it on paper and they're like, oh my God, $300, $400 a month, whatever it is, it doesn't matter if it's $1,000 a month. It's like, is that amount of money going to allow you to be a better person, be Mm -hmm. able to take care of your body, have an accountability partner, give you nutritional guidance, allow you to literally come in when you don't have to fucking think about shit and you're hiring everybody, somebody else to do the thinking for you. And all you have to do is show up and do the movements. Yeah. And you don't, all you have to do, you don't just pay for convenience. You don't just pay for accountability. You don't just pay for, uh, hopefully if you're purchasing with, if you're getting the right trainer involved, right. Very valuable advice, right. Actual like efficient progress Mm -hmm. you're you're reaching goals but also it's like that that moves all of the things that happen in the training room project outward life like you feel less pain you move better you feel better you have a better attitude you get better relationships with people Mm -hmm. you start eating better you have a better relationship with food you start looking better you start having a better relationship with yourself you start feeling like you have more energy you become more productive at work you have more joy you have more hope that translates actually honestly to the workplace monetarily right so it's like for all i know this is not just an investment on your health and your and longevity and the way you feel about yourself and your relationships and all of that, but also like it's potentially an investment that moves into the actual monetary realm. Like it is mm-hmm. an investment on on money yeah. on the money that you make and the productiveness that you produce when you're at work. And yeah. I think it's just I'm biased, but man, I think it's invaluable. I really think that it, if you want to make it fucking work, you will. And if you want to, you know what? Put in put in the fucking decade of 
of learning that like I as a trainer have put in go go like learn it yeah, if you want to, you know if you like, want to do it yourself then go ahead and but and to me it's it. like that ROI on on is just not yeah. is not quite there and, yeah, and I, I have a coach like I pay for a coach yeah I was just about to and say it's like, like people, I I cannot even like when I started paying for an online coach it made me understand coaches, bro. dude it made me understand the value of online training though yeah. so much more because I was like fuck dude the 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 st- like one the I learned, stress and pressure pressure yes. that you don't have yes. because somebody else has that burden for you yes. is like unimaginable because you don't recognize what that does for you like and one I of the best compliments that i got was it was piss freezing here in florida it was like 25 degrees last two days yeah and one of my clients was just like i was able to move all my plants inside and my back didn't hurt yep and it's like that is a daily task that you would never even know that it hurt you so much that you love your plants. You can't even move them inside without having your back be broken for days. But this season, you just pulled all your plants inside and your back did not hurt at all. Oh, like, dude. That is like one of the best compliments you could ever receive. Dude, I almost started I almost started crying. I had a client and she had been to another trainer, was in pain, gymnastics all her life, was in pain, had to stop doing gymnastics because of pain, like two years, pain, pain, pain. Trained with me for a week. She's like, I don't feel pain. Yeah. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, this is so awesome. I have one, I have another client. She, she, uh, pitched 60 mile per hour, broke up, had a PR for like, and she's a sophomore in high school. You know, like I have, I have clients and the best man, it's like to like when my kids' parents come to me and they're like, we love you Mm -hmm. and we trust you. Mm -hmm. It's like, fuck dude. That's Mm -hmm. why my kids like coming to see you. Like they ask when they're going to see Abigail next. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, when am I going to go train with Abigail? It's like. That's yeah, it's a different awesome. type of vibe. Or it's also like the people that we have in our group, we have so many different ages uh, or like so many different generations of people yeah. in our flocker group that all of a lot of them are parents. And they're like, I never thought that I would be able to run a fucking ultra. Yeah. Like at this age with this many kids. And here you are literally out running 20 miles with your friends. You're out doing a 10K on the weekends. No questions asked. You're out there in 25 degree weather with your friends at 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning running a 5K. Like never in your life did you think that you could start your fitness journey at the age of like 40, 50, 60. Mm -hmm. And here you are because you're you're investing into something that is greater than yourself and that you literally just dump all of your eggs into another person's basket. And you're like, take all the bullshit for me and teach me how to do it. And we're like- okay yeah you know so like that's why i call my that's why i I call my training alchemical training man it's like being the alchemist of your own life like finding the gold within yourself like uncovering things that like you never thought were possible before yeah and having a coach to like help with that alchemical transformation it's like and i know that person that asked me that question with two people and probably more in the future are gonna watch this and so i specifically didn't answer you so here you go (laughs) <laughs> okay sorry if i shit on your whole parade but no, like but figure it the fuck out that's how i feel the, it's the honest truth it's like yeah. yeah we're biased because we are in this line of work but like we wouldn't be doing this podcast if we didn't like shoot you straight like just because we're in this line yep. of work doesn't mean we're not going to be 100 percent. and that's one of those things it's like we're not here to bullshit around like oh, just if because I we're wasn't. trainers and you don't exactly if you don't want to be with us and you don't like my program i'm going to look at you in the face and be like hey my program's not for you yeah if you don't want to be here and you don't want to be a part yep. of the athletic realm a part of these group of unicorns i'm sorry you're missing out we're a shit ton of fun but you also don't have to be here and i'm not going to go home and cry at night nope and i'm not going to beg on my hands and knees for you to stay here However, if you are going to tell me that you know for a fact you need an accountability partner, you know for a fact you need a trainer because you need some individual help and assistance, but you don't want to pay for it, I'm going to be like, maybe lay out all your bills, see which ones you pay McDonald's and extra this and that for, and just 
Damn, you hit him with the Mickey for... D's rip, bro. Uh, yeah. Come <laughs> out and pay for training instead. Yeah. I don't know. And that's on period. That's Anyways, period, we got to go. Um, We'll see you again next week. Bar Talk, Peoples, you're awesome. Bye. Like, comment, subscribe. Love you. Bye. Uh, hello? Hello?